Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends actually manage to talk about cars for once. It's all excitement here, I tell you, because I've just ordered some new number plates for my car. Oh, I actually do like the new number plate thing. Um, pressed metal, I, I'm wondering. I've not gone pressed metal. This is for the Range Rover. I'm not sure it would suit it. I've just got what I want. Add unnecessary weight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, you don't want to do that with a super legere machine like a. Mark III Range Rover. Um, it's not the Super Legia, it's the S slash C. It's the Super Charger. Super Charger. Super Charger. Super Charger. Super Charger. I love Abba. Um, so, yeah, because th- when I bought it, it, the plates are a bit scruffy and they've got this awful. Uh, the second, I think it was the second owner, got it from some half baked off brand leasing company or something. So it's got like the. In a horrible cursive typeface, it's got the name of some leasing company you've never heard of written at the bottom <laughs> and they're just a bit tired and when I bought it the bloke at the the specialist where I got it from went as I was we were sort of walking around it he went oh I should have put new plates on it for you and I went yeah they are a bit manky and he went uh, I just assumed you'd got a private reg you'd be sticking on it and I was I was like how dare you what? and you were like no do I look like a man who has a private reg did you get him to pay for the plates, though, Richard? I bet you're so polite I, you didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. You stroker. And, of course, it's like it's one of those jobs where you go, it's because it's not essential. The car is legal. It has number plates on it. I just keep putting it off. Um, I would have just gone, just listen, like, I'm not happy it. about this. I'm going to need you to put £60 worth of unleaded petrol in the car. Can you go and do it now? <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I think just I'm not happy. I might turn away from this deal. He'll just immediately go and put sixty quid in, which is what yeah. in that car about a third of a tank, and then yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, it's then, got to be a good a good ten or twenty miles. Yeah. Um, well, so the thing is, of course, the 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 detail that you have to be on top of, which is why you can't just wander down to Halfords and get them to do it, is the back plate on those is slightly oversized to fit the aperture properly and they look rubbish if you put a normal plate on it just looks too gappy once you notice you can't unnotice it and you do see them around with standard size plates and just go oh it looks a bit lost they look much better with a sort of one and a half uh, height plate okay on it. is it like 52 millimeters sir i remember the rover 75 having a very unusual rear plate shape yeah that i bet only plates. a couple of people in the whole industry bothered to do but yeah it was almost like a sign of which which new Rover 75s came from a dealer that was paying attention because if they bothered to put the shaped plate in, it sort of showed they were on it. The Jag S type was true. the same, actually, I think, wasn't it? They had a... You could get a shaped plate for the aperture there, but some people didn't bother. I do like those. I don't think I own a car which needs a specific plate. 
No, I mean it's a little but, bit of a pain in the ring, but it's perfectly easy just to go online and order. And lots of places have a drop down, and you can order the. You know, it's perfectly legit. It's not. I'm not monkeying around. So yeah, so I want totally plain plates, normal, legal typeface, no border, no <laughs> extra bits. Certainly, because oh, that's the other thing that makes the current ones horrible. They've got that faux 3D effect on them. Oh, that would piss you that right was, off. I oh, I know. It's pissed me off. Gosh. Every time I walk up to the car, it pisses me off. And I go, must remember to get some new number plates, but then keep putting it off. And um, so Do today have... I finally ordered the plates, and now I look forward to making a complete cock of drilling them. But Did um... you put a fictitious dealer name underneath? Or... <laughs> I should have touched it. I was, I was expecting <laughs> you to say that you All had. Days and Onions. Oh, bloody hell, man. Can Damn I get it. You, can I get you a small All Days and Onions like sticker which could go underneath? Yeah. What would it be, um, property of, or just all days uh, and onions? I, well, maybe all days and onions, and then, and then underneath that in smaller italics, some kind of slogan. On that side of things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I yeah. don't know how I feel about driving around in, in joke, but it's it's got a certain amount of appeal. Anyway, it's too late now because I've ordered, why would I've a ordered company, Why would a company have on that side of things as their slogan? I'm trying to work well, out the relevance that that could ever... But it's... I don't know. It's got merit as a slogan because it's sort of fantastically meaningless. So yeah, on it'd be on your side of things, perhaps if it was. Uh, yeah. You know, a service that was dedicated for you. Yeah. On your side of things, but I just can't believe the number of people that have actually come up to us when we were at Goodwood and said that. I know it's <laughs> weird, written, isn't it? Of all the things, of all that, the things that, that seem to have stuck, a catchphrase that, yeah. It's um, it's sticky. It's, it's, it's very it sticky. sticky. It's very sticky. Oh, watch it! It's sticky. Um, there used to be a car dealer up north. Um, I think they were just up north called Curry Motors. I don't know if they still exist. Is it IE? Their slogan. IE. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I remember um, seeing them. Yeah. They used to advertise on the TV in the Granada region when I was a kid, and their slogan was "Nice people to do business with." Oh yeah. But they were oh. often referred to locally as a, a nice business to do people with. <laughs> <laughs> nice like. people what about if on the one day you went to trade your car in or buy another car they weren't nice people to deal with no. they were hungover <laughs> they were cross <laughs> yeah, <got laughs> their cat had just shat on the front doormat as they were leaving the house and they've stepped Short it into a car that had just been pedi-eyed <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, sorry Danny I've just walked cat shit into that new Astra <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a, a seamless link. There's a new Astra out. Oh, there is. And uh, I think, I can't remember whether I messaged you, but I, I really like it. I I think it is a far superior looking piece of design than the Mark 8 Golf. Do you not see some of the Mark 8 Golf in the rear three quarter? It's the shape of the back lights. The back, I was going to say the back lights is either seven and a half Golf yeah. Or eight golf, but seven and a half golf, you know, it's no bad thing. But yes, rear three quarter quite similar, but front end significantly better because of the, the Vauxhall visor. That visor, I visor. do like. I, I like the visor. It's this is quite distinctive, but it's it's sort of neat and it's, it's not got, fussy. It's not fussy, it's got a certain amount of kind of slight aggression to it, which a lot of car faces do, and that it's no bad thing. Faith. What I was looking at though was um, not the face, face. The sides are sort of they've got some slightly 
wonky attempts to kind of give it wheel arch haunches that seem in the photographs to be visible from some angles and not so much from others and i was oh. I, I can't make my mind up i'd like to see it in real life to see what it's like well, i also just, find myself just... looking at it though and, and when you can't see the visor <laughs> look thinking is this a Vauxhall? What about this is Vauxhall-y? What is Vauxhall? Who am Vauxhall? What are? I don't know. It just seems... Uh, what, like it's it's having to latch on to another... Yeah, I don't... I don't sort of... It, it's this, It's quite generic in a way. Like, it's it's a nice enough-looking car. Yeah. doesn't make me sort of do a bit of sick, like, oh, no. say, the BMW iX, but no. it's... It, it, I, I don't know. It's... Because also... Very quietly, the last few generations of Astra have all been quite nice looking in in a sort of anonymously sort of way. Oh yeah, well, the, but there's the, not been a howler amongst them. No, the, I don't know if I, I I said this out loud, and I'm quite happy to, but I think it's two generations of Astra ago. The, the one where you could buy the three door GTC. Yes. Best best shape Astra. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I look at it, I go. That's better than any. That's better shape than any, probably any hot hatch of the last few years. And yet, it's not actually a hot hatch. It's not the VXR, but it just looks so effortlessly fast and stocky. I like it. I think it's great. I stocky, the, stocky is the word. It's yeah, the, I mean, almost it's, it's the Luton intolerance that they have to deal with, and I've said this before as well. Yeah. People just don't like it because it's a Vauxhall. It's like that's Luton intolerant. Which is sort of car racism, yeah. Um, but no, I'm just I'm just looking at some pictures. So yes, that generation. You're right. The three door sort of three door's got this wonderful crease that goes round the door handle and then back like a like an arrowhead. And I really it, think it's fantastic. If that had a Ford badge on, if that had been a Focus ST, yeah, s- storming. But the Focus ST didn't look that good. It could have only. Almost cartoonish, though, wasn't it? it was sort of because it's so kind of muscular for a normal car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, fair play. I thought I thought the five door was a good looking car as well because we had that as a reasonably priced car on Top Gear, and it was a, it was a perfectly nice looking car. Yeah. I mean, actually, quite attractive as as sort of normal hatchbacks go. It's almost Vauxhall's Sirocco without giving it a new d- denomination. Yeah, it was all very Sirocco like. If you if you dig the uh, the Sirocco, which I did, I thought it was good. It was. I thought it was good. Yeah, uh, I well, love that car, me. Right, nice. Oh, I love that car, me. Oh, I love that. That's right, nice. That. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I don't know. Do we? I, I I haven't actually done a particularly deep investigation of the new ashtray, but as far as I can work out, there's going to be some plug-in hybrids, of course, because yes, twenty twenty-one, and it's um, Peugeot three hundred eight. Underneath, yeah, because uh, Vauxhall are now part of <laughs> Stellantis. Stellantis. <laughs> Retrolator, Stellantis, hand in the air, move your arse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now the well the the, the Astra is only going to be available as a sporty five door, apparently. Um, yeah, but that's and, that's just where it's going, isn't it? Because there's yeah. no three door golf this time around for the first time ever, oh, which is a little bit depressing. Uh, eight speed auto, though? six speed Manuel. Um, it, but ironically, in the same car. 
Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Radical multi-transmission technology. <laughs> that just sounds like an advert for special washing powder. And I've realised that nobody buys washing powder anymore. I've had this conversation with my wife. It's like, why are we buying all these liquids in, in pulse packs which just look like serums in cartoons from a wacky inventor's um, laboratory? Pulse pack? What, you know, like it's a about? sort of like a, it's a dissolvable... Um, uh, looks a like capsule. Ca- yes. Capsule, rather than it's yes. like, can we just have a scoop of really good powder? That just, oh, not again, powder. that just sounds like, like a druggy. Rubbish, though, isn't it? It's Why is just... it rubbish though? Because it all gets claggy and stays in the drawer if you're not careful. No, it doesn't if it's been developed properly. All they're doing is they're taking our eye off the fact they haven't done a good enough job and they want to sell us something that's more complicated and probably worse for the watercourse. Yeah, you know those yeah. dishwasher ones as well that come in, and it's a it's a little tablet, and yes. it's wrapped in plastic, but the plastic is soluble. Yes. Well, I when we started using those, I didn't know the plastic was soluble. I thought you had to peel each capsule, which is a fucking fiddly thing to do, as it mm. turns out, because they're not meant to be peeled. It is a Brian. You're absolutely right. And, I, and it was only because a mate was around one day when I was doing it, and he went, "What are you don't doing? Have to do that. I'm, I'm I'm taking the plastic off the thing." And he went, "You don't have to." Yeah, I, I've I've done that, Rich. You're not the only one. It's, it's, oh, yeah, I've, I've done it. I've done it. Hey, so do you I, want to know a sort of a sort of interesting fact about washing d- laundry detergents, as it's probably called? Um, I suppose I'm going to challenge is, um, you. Non-bio is all a bit of a scam. Really? It's the thing that causes a lot of skin irritation with people who have eczema and stuff like that. Is actually the perfume in in detergent, oh. not the biological bit. But when I can't remember which was the first brand to introduce biological washing powder, Persil or Ariel, I guess. They uh, changed the fragrance in it, and then they got a lot of complaints of people it was irritating their skin. Uh. So they hastily reintroduced the old non-bio powder that they had been selling, but billed it as the skin-friendly option, and all the other major laundry detergent manufacturers went, oh, my God, they're cleaning up on this, and did exactly the same. And non-bio became associated with sensitive skin, but it's not true. So it is, was bi- just a is quick bio fix. better at cleaning? Yes. But yet By everyone's scared of it? Uh, people are scared of it because they think it's... And I'm sure in some cases it does, but um, a, a friend of mine used to work for a large laundry detergent manufacturer, and he said it's not necessarily any better for your skin. It's probably Gosh. the fragrance that is... The Smithers podcast you. is delivering its consumer hard hitting. Britain's number info. one car podcast once again delivers on the laundry detergent facts. Yeah. Well, the Astra's um, four millimetres longer than the previous model, just so you know. Is it? Which was launched thought, in 2015. Yeah. That's hardly anything, is it? It's yeah, good. It's I not, mean, it didn't need really. to get any bigger, I'd imagine. But no. And it's got those, so, um, got the next gen of the Intellilux LED pixel headlights, which. In the Corsa that I had for a few weeks, were brilliant. One of the best headlights I've I've, I've tested in in a long while, especially for the really? yeah for the especially for the price point of the car. Yeah, really good, uh, really really quite pleasing. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so the I was reading one thing that said that in pretty quick order, considering how long's Vauxhall been part of <laughs> Stellantis. Um, <laughs> It's not that long. Um, And now only one Vauxhall isn't on a group Stellantis slash Peugeot Citroen platform, which is the um, uh, Insignia. Oh, yeah. They've worked quickly. Insignia is the only bit of General Motors legacy technology that exists in the Volhax range. So um, that's 
They've they've been they've been they've been busy. beavering away, haven't they? I don't actually know what, how many cars are in the Vauxhall range anymore. I'm going to have a quick look here because. Um, oh, I, I can I can we do a quick get? I'm going to try and guess them, and you're going to tell me okay. if I'm right or wrong. I like this game. Okay, right, here so we go. this is not. This is only passenger cars, right? Not vans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, 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 you don't have to do vans. There's something under a Corsa which I've immediately forgotten. Um, then you got you got the Crossland. You've got the yeah. Astra, you've yeah. got the Grandland X. Yeah, good, well done. Yeah, you've got the um, Insignia. Yep. There is something else. There's one mm. more. Oh, what's that? Damn it! Vauxhall quiz yeah. robbing me of my freedom. Um, Popped into a coffee shop. What are you going to have? Oh, the Mocha, of course. Um, Norfolk's favourite car for clogging up the roads every time I go and see my father-in-law. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've been stuck behind so many. You don't mockers. mention that on the website, but yeah, fair yeah. Enough. Honestly, I've I've been stuck behind so many who who obviously the owners have no idea there's anything beyond fourth gear, um, or maybe it's just an auto that they've accidentally slapped into low. And it's <laughs> <laughs> don't labour the engine, Deirdre. All right, I'll just go slowly. Uh, you've missed. Now I'm gonna. I'll give you. I'll give you a swerve so because they are Mocha. sort of vans, but they are vans that are on their car page because they've got windows and seats in the back. The Combo Life. Oh yes, which was a great and hit by Stellantis. Actually, I really enjoyed life. that one. Combo Life. Life. Combo Life. And the one that sounds even more like some kind of hygiene product: the Vivaro Life. Love the Vivaro life. That's obviously, uh, yes, hygiene um, down below. Um, oh, actually, Vivaro life sounds like some kind of website set up by a celebrity to rival uh, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's goop or whatever it's called. That um, no, Vivaro life is, um, is is life insurance for, for whether the, in the oh. advert. It's always a bloke with completely <laughs> white hair, but you look at him yes. and go, he's younger than me. What's I going know. on? <laughs> supposed to be old but he's not older than me this your family's health is the most important thing hmm. am i right that's why at vivaro life we look after you and your family wouldn't it be a real shame if your heart stopped working and therefore you were dead if you did then all your friends and family would be sad but we can give them money and this is how we do it <laughs> remember you're in your 40s now and you're probably worried about your own mortality well so are we but don't worry if you conk out from a heart attack or stroke we'll yes. give your kids a load of money so they forget about you until your wife remarries <laughs> and also we'll send a private ambulance round and it will be a Vivaro. <laughs> Vivaro An electric one. Nice and quiet. No one will need to know that the dead person's being removed quiet. from the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was following I was following a private ambulance the other day. Private ambulance <laughs> it's taking a body. Best <laughs> not to think what's inside. A um, very unsexy w- Tina Turner song, I'd say that one. Yeah, <laughs> really. Ooh, a bit too procedural for my liking. Uh, one other point of order about the Vauxhall range. The Corsa is now the smallest car they make. The Adam and the um, Viva and all that have been deleted. Ah, okay, because I, I I, suddenly I had a pang of, of nervousness. Like, there is a sub-Corsa vehicle, but I can't yeah. remember what it's called. This is a good game, though, isn't it? Do you no want to try it with Ford? 
Votes? Uh, votes. I'm going to try. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll try. I feel like I'm going to Or you could fight. do... I, I, I'll, I'll do one if you want. I, I, t- I reckon I, you'll get you know. folds for votes. Have do you got the still... Ford website there? No, I can bring it up in a jiffy. Hang on. Yeah, oh, yeah I wasn't offering to post you the website. I just assumed mm. you've got a computer there. I, I think the one that would be really difficult at the moment is Toyota. Or Citroen, for that matter. I'm not entirely sure I've got a grasp on Citroen. Yeah, Toyota I might be all right with. Um, yeah. So Toyota Fultz. are doing good stuff at the moment, I've realised. Yeah, it does feel like they're in a bit, of a, a bit of a role, isn't it? Um, okay, I've got, I've, bits and pieces. I've got the forwards website up. Okay, um, so from the bottom, I think there's no CA or CA Plus anymore. They've gone. So the smallest car they make, I think, is now the Fiesta. You're absolutely right. It's the Uncle Fester. There's no Eco Sport or Echo Sport, as they insist on calling it, because that was shit. <laughs> um, but there's the Cougar, isn't it? That's the small SUV crossover e thing. Well, hang on. Then, oh, according according to my website, which is called Ford.co.uk, <laughs> you can still very much buy the Eco, definitely not Echo Sport. Spoke really from twenty thousand eight hundred pounds. No, yeah. God, I thought they'd binned it. No, I think unfortunately is, people are still buying it. What's the point in that it? when the Cougar is? And I, is it just me or do you see Cougars around a lot? Like, that car seems to be selling really well, based you on do, how many you see on the street. You do see, um, you do see. I'm seeing, um, and there's another. So, okay, on the website here, from what, from what it's showing me, Fiesta. EcoSport, yep. then yep. something. Oh, Cougar. No. Oh. Uh, then. Focus? Is it going that's, in that order? It's something, then focus. I am giving away a lot of information because I've obviously just um, said focus. Not that I didn't think you'd know that they're Ford sold a focus, but. They do still sell the Focus. They're not. They've not just sort of deleted it without mentioning. No, they still say um, they still sell the Focus. There's another. There's something in between the EcoSport and the Focus, according to this. And price-wise, it's um, almost identical to the Focus starting price. Oh, God. Well, it's not the Cougar, because that's bigger. God, this is a gash pub quiz, isn't it? Well, it's a hard one. Uh, yeah, so and we're supposed I, to I, know. I, cause, I know. Because we're in the industry. Um, I'm completely P- stumped as to... Puma? Puma. was. Oh, Puma was what I meant, not Cougar. Well, you've been in- saying Cougar, and I meant Puma. Well, the then, small SUV, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, well, that's the one that I see around loads that yeah, I thought so, would have usurped the EcoSport, EcoSport. So Fiesta, EcoSports, Eco which has, is, there's no sporty attributes to the EcoSport at all. No. Like none. I, like, and I bet you I it's mean, not that much more eco than the Fiesta or any of the others. So it's just a, it's a non-starter of a name. It's like um, it's like calling fishing a sport, isn't it? It's like it's not. It's an activity, but it's not sporty. Sports. You just sit down. Uh, it's just okay, generic, so generic white socks with sport written on, as we've said before. They're not really Fiesta, compatible with any sport. Fiesta, Fiesta, EcoSport, Puma, Cougar. Focus. Sorry, Puma. I keep getting it mixed up. Puma, Focus, Cougar. Yeah. Then you got Mondeo. Got. You got Cougar. You got something in between Cougar and Mondeo price. Oh Jesus! Um, oh, apparently, yeah. is this what? Not the Ranger? No, something a little bit more car-like than that. Oh, 
Oh, God. Oh, this um, is good. It's nice on the well, website. You can still... You just scroll okay. down. Do you want me to help you? Okay. Well, you're going to have to. I'm completely... Okay. Is there something between the Mondeo and the... Between the Cougar and the Mondeo? Yeah. Um, no, I've no idea. I'm completely stumped now. Okay, so I'll go through. Yeah. Fiesta EcoSport, Puma, Focus, Torneo Connect, which is in there just because it's, oh. price, it's priced yeah. around the yeah. same as the Focus. Okay, no, fair enough. Cougar, Mackie, Mustang. Mackie! Yeah, Mackie! Mackie! It's a Scottish car. Um, and then the Mondeo. So the Mackie is, is sort of size-wise, I guess, between the Cougar and the Mondeo. And then you've got the next line where we go into actual Mustang, S-Max, yeah. Galaxy, Galaxy, Torneo yeah. Custom, which is oh. the full-size people oh, of course, based right. on the yeah, trains. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, you scroll down a bit lower, and then on its own, just sitting there is the Ford GT. Oh, they're still listing it on the website, I suppose. Yeah, it's still listing on the website. If I click on it, can I just click and but collect? But then, the, then the Ranger as well. Is the Ranger not on that page because it's technically a commercial vehicle? I think it's classed as a commercial. In fact, if I go over the vans and pickups, yeah, then you've got Fiesta van, Transit Courier van, right. tra- Transit Connect, Transit Double Cab, uh, double cab combi, blah blah blah, chassis cab single, blah blah blah. There we go. Oh yeah. yeah what, go. What's the price? The, the what's the cheapest Ranger? So single the cab come in refrigerator white. How <laughs> much is it, excluding VAT? Uh, excluding VAT, I'm going to say twenty four thousand pounds or thereabouts <laughs> this is such a shit pub quiz i've just realized <laughs> listeners i'm so sorry it's we've just we've really what you don't think that people are gripped and playing along <laughs> i don't no cheating, know <laughs> no nipping to the loose look at your smartphone it is from twenty one thousand nine hundred and fifty sheets excluding that so that's a regular so 22 cab. grand 22 yeah, grand tw- plus 22, that. 22 plus wow. yeah Okay, that's, yeah. that seems like... What What do you get? What engine's in that? So, like, diesel of some description. Uh, the base model is... Savaganda. I don't really know anything about the Ranger except the Raptor. Oh, hang on. You can get the base model, I think, in silver. Uh, and I don't know if it costs any more. Interesting. Now, here's the thing. Base, base the model colours... like the eco-blue diesel. 170 okay. PS, 420 NM talks. Have you noticed that... A lot of cars these days, essentially, there is one colour you can have for free, and it's oh, usually yeah. white. Oh, they're quietly and being very, very filthy. Everything else costs more. Sometimes it's red, but it's usually white because it's sort of like, look, yeah, t- it's a flat white, not the Australian coffee. It's going to look a bit dog shit in real life. Yeah, You better pony up for the extra... Pearlescent white. Pearlescent or metallic or whatever. I happened to be looking for reasons that aren't interesting at the Kia Picanto range the other day, and the freebie colour on the Kia Picanto is like a sort of really vibrant kind of goldy green colour. Oh, that's cool. I quite like that. Which is quite cool, but it's weird they've just picked that and gone... Yeah, it's it's but of all the colours, you just go okay, fair enough. I, my, mean, my I don't know what it looks like the... in real life, but it looked all right on the website. You go probably it's quite my unusual si- colour. I you know I said my sister-in-law's folds uh, C Max has finally died. Um, right, oil light came on and car continued to be used. 
Um, oh. So that's dead. And she, she was actually looking at um, a new Kia Brian Canto. And uh, and I've and she said, "Are they any good?" I said, "Yeah, they are. They are really good." So yeah. she, I think she's she's wondering whether to go for that or maybe a Peugeot, maybe a two-year-old Peugeot two hundred eight. Oh no, get the Kia. You reckon? Well, what well, a new one. I mean, it's got a massive warranty. They feel really well made. I yeah. drove the. Uh, there's like a sort of Rover Streetwise version of that Picanto that's a bit jacked up and it's got arch extensions on it. Oh. It's a bit unnecessary, but I, I borrowed Is one to write about for the paper, uh, and it was a really nice little car. It was like it got that small car quality of feeling eager and excitable, and you could zoom about in it without actually going that fast. But oh, it also well, well. felt really good quality, like they put money into it. It felt more expensive than its actual price. So it's a bit like I think the VW Up has always felt a bit like that. Yeah, exactly that. You know how the Up feels, yeah, sort of fundamentally quite well made yeah I, mean, I don't know how reliable they are in real life i've never i've never what? heard anyone go my bloody app's broken down again and my neighbors have got one and they seem to love it but um and it's not broken down on outside the house i was yeah. just thinking i have got a real craving for a little car with a manual gearbox all of a sudden i just sort of like quite an up, fancy one well we i we both fancied an up gti didn't we when they first came out when they were selling yes. for about 11 grand I know. Like, I was what? on the I was on the website the other day having a look at at the GTI again. Would you get a brand um, new one though? Would you just get a two year old one for like three grand? Do you know what? Yeah. Well, sadly they're not three grand as it turns out. But also, I think that's one of those cars where I would really prefer to have a new one because then I know it's not been ragged to within an inch of its life by the previous owner, which inevitably it will have done because it's one of those sorts of cars, isn't it? Yeah, probably. It probably is. I mean, I would happily buy, not that I'm in a position to do this, but I'd, I'd happily buy a second-hand Ferrari because all Ferraris do is drive slowly around Knightsbridge or at 67 miles an hour on the motorway. You never see a Ferrari being used in a in a furious way, do you? You sometimes see them going in for the, the big whip donut in, a, in the camping area of Le Mans and it doesn't quite go <laughs> according to plan and it takes out a, a temporary toilet block. And, uh, <laughs> and I've someone, never seen that though, not in a Ferrari. I've seen some knobbery going on, but not in Ferraris particularly. Have you seen that? Um, yeah, yeah, there's videos. Uh, are you sure it wasn't a? Um, you sure it wasn't an MR2 with a, a body kit on it? Oh, I, I can't. Fiero. I can't be sure that it wasn't a Mister Two. Oh god, I'd have to go back and look very carefully at the window apertures. Yes. Um, yeah. No. I. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, secondhand Ferrari, like you said, they hardly ever get used, don't they? But there are some cars you just go. I'd love a Megane R26 or an R26R, and I know we yeah. talked about this at Goodwood because you. Uh, you guys had one on the Grand Tour for filming. Is that right? Uh, we did, but it's for an item that hasn't been released yet and won't be for quite a while. But yeah, we did. They bought one. The production and team bought one. Um, I did Because the R26, uh, they're relatively affordable still, aren't they? But mm. that you just don't know where it's been. Uh, well, everyone I speak to about a highly strung Renault Sport vehicle, as great as they are, you have to tread exceptionally carefully in the used market. Yeah. Um, but, of course, you can't buy something like the R26 or R26R anymore, and that was my favourite era of McGann, although it was a bit divisive. A lot of people didn't like it, but no, I'm, I totally want one. Well, yeah. I know the R is pretty much worth double the R26. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I uh, significant, it, yeah. significantly higher residuals because I guess it was a sort of almost a homologation type thing. But yeah, um, yeah I would, I would, I'd be down with one of those. I'd be down with. One yeah, of those. they they are incredible to drive. And I suppose that's the thing because you can't get them new. You would just have to take your chances. It's it's cars that you can still buy new and that don't seem to depreciate massively, like the Up GTI, which you know relatively seems to. Yeah, I don't think Te- there's any Tesla, around for less Tesla's, than Tesla's. Tesla three. Are they holding their value? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like secondhand Tesla three and a, and a certain S is, is there's not yeah. a lot in it because of course there's a supply issue, so therefore the secondhand buoyancy keeps rising, and you do get to um, a point where you're like, well, hang on, why would I buy it with someone else's guffs in it for eight hundred quid well, exactly. less? Exactly. I mean, I know normally good sense says you get better value secondhand because someone else has taken that depreciation hit, but yeah, there is something lovely about a brand new car that you've. You know, no one else has, has guffed in, like you say. It's it's mostly about the guffs, but it's also just that you, then you know where it's been and, and it's it's yours and it's it's not because that's what we did when we bought that little Fiat Five Hundred that was my wife's car for a while. At, at that point, they were holding their value so ridiculously well that it was like, let's fuck it, let's just get a new one, and then we know where it's been and we can get the new twin air engine in it, which is part of the yeah. appeal for me because uh, it was an interesting engine. I'm just looking up. Because uh, I wonder what the cheapest up GTI in Britain currently is. So I'm going to go on the auto trial. Yeah, it'll be a really, really um, high mileage. Is there someone that's just leathered it for 50,000 miles straight away, won't it? All right, here we go. Oh, there's, in fact, there's ooh, joint winners, two. And they're both red three doors. Yeah, it has uh, to be three nine, 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 five. And so the first one is an 18 plate three door in red, 46, nearly 47,000 miles, full VW service history. Yeah. I would hope so. Um, and the other one, same price, uh, 29,000 miles, two owners. Two owners, really? In, uh, okay, well, in three years. It mm. could be like dad and daughter or something. Yeah, stuff like that. Does that always, I always just go, uh oh. I don't know why. There's no reason. There's another one here. How much is that again, Rich? How much is that again? Nine 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 five to you, sir. I think that's a private. I oh, remember, not, but they were like twelve when they the were dealers. new. Yeah, that's what I mean. They've not. I mean, oh. these, are, these are ones were back when they cost like twelve or thirteen grand. So, what are they right yeah, now? They hold their value. Why am I? Why don't I just go and buy one of these? Because I don't need another car. Because you don't need another car. You complete dingling. It will sit under a tree and get covered in sap and well, pigeon the, shite. Well, the defenders, the defenders going into storage. 
Oh, but then okay. I would sort of have four cars. It's going to storage just for a bit till we figure out if we're going to move out of London or whatever. Where because at the moment it's going to start getting clobbered by the ULES extension. So yeah, don't put don't put it in storage too soon. I'm hoping you might bring it to the the show that I'm going to try and do. The, oh, well, the <laughs> well you know what? I've actually got a press car. Weirdly, I already know what I've got that weekend because I've got a press car booked in to review. And it's not very exciting, but I need to put some miles on it so I can write about it. Well, if it's not interesting, no, you need to bring a defender because that's because it's the last of the breed and it's interesting. Interesting. Uh, Yeah, you need. Is it more interesting than a Kia Sorento plug-in hybrid? I think if I put a Kia Sorento plug-in hybrid in on an interesting position at the show, people might come and throw stones at me. Not saying that it's a crap car. It's just probably not visually. It's not a visual treat, in the way it's that not. a very late Defender, Last of the they Line. They are a, a bit, a bit. Um, you got to bring the death. Well, yeah, but like the I people said, I've got will to drive demand this it. Other car to write about it for a newspaper. Okay, so the most expensive up GTI that's second hand. Have they changed it? This looks like there's a new red on these cars. That's actually a sort of. Not well, they did a sec. Red, they did a second nice. gen thing, didn't they? They did a. Which yeah, is when the this price. This new red up. is really nice. The, Have a look. There's a sort of. It's like a, it's more purpley. I would say it's not a bright red, but it's really it's quite a sophisticated colour. Suits it. But seventeen nine ninety for a for a bloody. See, this car is the that problem. Used to cost thirteen, 13 or something. Yeah, grand. the the moment's gone because thirteen feels so much nicer than seventeen. I don't. It just seems like it's such a huge jump. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know, I know it's bad, but I just. But look, the prices in these are a bit all over the place. So then, for actually, I'd like I quite like a black one, I think, and I'd want a five door because I've got kids. So there's a black five door here for fourteen nine fifty, which sort of feels okay. It's only a year old, four and a half thousand miles on it, and it's got the light and sight pack on it, which is light and sight. Light and sight. It means it's got. Lights and a clear windscreen, and I don't know. I don't know what that is. Probably just. It's like got a clear. Did you just say a clear windscreen? Climate control. I can't remember. Anyway, they're lovely <laughs> little cars. I do have a craving for them, but I was, a normal app is a nice little car. A Citroen C One's quite an amusing little car. Come to that, you know. I just, I, just, I haven't driven a little manual transmission car for ages, and there's something just. Great oh, there's about a lot. Particularly to live like. in the city. There's yeah, a, there's a just lot zooming like. about. I just want to zoom about. I don't have a car at the moment that allows me to zoom about. Even my Porsche, it's not. It's not quite the same. It's. It's. You know. It's a bit too mature. Anyway, uh, well, okay, man well. moans about owning expensive cars. Um, <laughs> what else were we going I to know. talk about? Oh yes. Now, well, know. first of all, have you have you have you recovered from our um, wonderful wonderful weekend at glorious gouty goodwood i was i was a little tired i the jimney was not the best car for me to travel home in i'm gonna say i knew it's not a motorway car anyway uh but no. got stuck in all the traffic on the way home miserable lots of rain and i was quite tired and i just didn't want to be in it i have to say i didn't really want to be in it um so as lovely as it is it's done a lot it's done two big motorway journeys recently for the first time in probably a year yeah and it's reminded me that the charm is not there in in that on that side of things um (laughs) (laughs) i think it's it's like my defender that if you're in a cheery mood and it's on a a nice day yeah it's like the car sort of matches your mood 
And yes. when you're tired and it's pissing down and you just want to get home, yeah. it feels terrible and it just pisses you off. And then it becomes a sort of... I think a, that... A, a, the yeah. opposite of a virtuous circle. Yeah. becomes a death spiral where you just go, oh, for fuck's sake. Exactly. Why did I, I bring I, this car? I just wish I was in a, an E-Class Merc or a Jag XF or something on the way home. Yeah. But that's, or a... <laughs> You know, an EV. But there's a reason why I took that car down. But anyway. I got home from Goodwood and went to bed at 9.45 because I was really tired. Mm. But, yeah, I think that's That's a right. very, very wise move. But I... I it I, was. I said to my wife, I went, I'm just going to bed. And she went, it, it's, it's like 9.30. I went, no, I'm just going to bed. And by 9.45, I was upstairs. There you were. And you fell asleep. You've got to be in quite this. hardline about this. Yeah. You mustn't look at your phone when you've made that decision or glance oh, at no. the flickering images of the television because you know, I think we said this on a previous like podcast, a yeah, you'll suddenly catch a glimpse of a 90s car chase and you'll be like, oh no, I'm going to get lassoed back towards the flickering yeah. lights. It's just, isn't it? You go, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. I just watched five minutes of TV and, I go, and now on ITV4, all of the Godfather films back to back. And the next thing you know, it's gone light outside and you go, oh, you fucking idiot, why do you do oh, that? Oh, it's awful. But, um, it's awful. Um, you know, I might not stick around for Godfather 3, but even so, yeah, 9.45 to bed and I did, uh, that helps a bit because I was a bit knackered, but also um, I, I got out of there a bit early on Saturday because... Um, when I arrived at the car park, there was already a man in a Cayman who dug himself a hole by accident and was having to be pushed out of this muddy mess. And I oh. thought, this is only going to get worse. Yeah. If you were the last out of that car park when a thousand other cars have already churned it up, you'd yeah. probably, you, you'd have been all right in the gym, I reckon, but I was in that Golf R and I think it would have just been a problem. But did you go for the, did you go for the full loop the loop, the full throttle loop the loop, four wheel drive, instant I gratification didn't. and just rooster tailing no. mud everywhere? No, because it was quite. There were a lot of other parked cars, and it was pissing it down and very muddy, and there were people walking about looking a bit sad under umbrellas. And I just, it would have been really twatty to do that. <laughs> Tempting though it was, I gave it a little tickle on the way out, and there was on this sort of on this track, and and it immediately did the wiggle of the hips because it was so sli- you know that real sort of slithery mud. Slither, yeah, I love um, that. But the the thing we didn't talk about in the last show. Mm-hmm. There's a lot we didn't talk about. Well, there's a lot we didn't talk about, but a specific car that we didn't talk about in the last show was the Ineos Grenadier that we both had a right good poke around. Oh, at the Um, show. Yeah, it was at the show. At the show. Yeah. And um, I... Well, first of all, I I didn't like the look of it in pictures because I thought it was just a terrible pastiche of a Defender. Yeah. In real life, it sort of sits somewhere between a pastiche of a Defender and a G-Wagen, I think. It's got definite overtones of, of the G-Wagen in places. Yeah, yeah. I don't... I, the, some of the styling, I think, is really heavy-handed and and not brilliant. Like, it just sort of... It looks like some kind of bizarre off-brand 4x4 from some former Soviet state that you've never heard of at the front. It's like it needs a grill badge or something. It's just very... Um, I don't know. Well, it, quite... it's the it's the Spanish Defender, the Spanish-made Defender, wasn't it? Oh, the Carlos Santana, yeah. Well, well, there's an, I think it looks really similar to that. And I, the, when I, I, I'm glad we got to look at it in the metal because... I'm actually um, I've got quite into it, and 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 you sat in it, didn't you? So you you sat in the final, the sort of final cabin or near final cabin. Yeah, they let and, me um, sit in it. I, I wanted to see how it 
felt compared to a defender in terms of the driving position and, and how much elbow room you get because it's the constant moan about all defenders isn't it oh there's nowhere to put your right elbow and it's like, it actually doesn't bother me but I think I I'm just used to it I, I don't know it's it, but equally if you get back into a defender after driving a modern car you do sort of go oh right <laughs> a bit hemmed in here they've fixed that it's got plenty of elbow room yeah. it's not cramped in there at all it's 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 got a perfectly good driving position. It's got really nice seats. They're Recaro seats, but not sort of you know sports seats. They're like I don't know, just sort of good. And they're all manually adjustable, not not electric, manually adjustable, yeah. deliberately so. Yeah, so yeah. you could flood the thing. Or they, I mean, they make a point of saying you can hose it out, but then they're sort of with the caveat you can hose it out up to sort of where the. Um, you know the centre stack. The gear shift is in the console. Gear shifter, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can you can hose out the floor. I'd probably just use a sponge. Look, you know, like a. I would not turn a hose on a car a interior that had bucket. electronics in it. Yeah, I mean, but the same is true of the new Defender because that's got rubber mats, hasn't it? You can, you can sure you can hose yeah. out the floor of that. Well, as but, someone um, that's recently actually hosed out a car. Oh yes, <laughs> I could I can tell you that it's it's a commitment. It's quite a commitment. You've got to be really sure that you want to do it. And I always yeah. cut the car at the right angle. <laughs> this feels wrong. It does feel wrong. It really does. And um, yeah. you've got to have a little bit of a plan because we don't live in a country like, let's say, Arizona. Whereas if you lived in the States in Arizona, you could just leave the doors open and yeah. for, for, what, 12 hours and the car would be drier than it's ever been. Whereas yeah. over here, no, not really like that. So you can't get all that moisture out. So I would no. go for the sponge approach, bucket and sponge. I think, if in doubt, just err on the side of caution. Um, but yeah, so I sat in that thing. I, the interior, again, it's, the design is full of good intentions with all those big switches and buttons, and they're all sort of labelled, and they've gone for this kind of faux aircraft cockpit aesthetic. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit heavy-handed. Again, it's just sort of what a bit big. I, I can see what they're trying to do, but I honestly. And then, it's got a generic BMW automatic gear selector. Yes, it does. At, which the guy from Ineos explained to me. It's like it's you know it's it would have been I can't remember how many million quid he said five million quid or something to redesign it when it's a perfectly good functional part, but of course it's, you know it's it's quite complicated and important because it's got to keep working. So. You redesign it, costs you a fortune, or you accept that the bit that BMW will sell you is perfectly good. But, of course, then well, it doesn't quite fit with the rest of the design because mm-hmm. the um, low-ratio selector is like a really old-fashioned thing with a with a spherical so- Soviet black knob style. on top. Well, it look, looks like the Proper one in the Neva. Soviet. But I, you, you could just sort of sleeve that modern BMW shifter. You could sleeve it over with some, like, military canvas... And stitch it yeah. up, let's say. So you're not like, you're not you're not chiseling it off and putting a, a stick over it. But you could you could clothe it because it's all yeah. like I say, it's very shiny and it's and it's sort of female form like. And when you look at the rest of the car, it's very set square and like yeah. an old school military. But I think that the only I re, I like the the Grenadier. I'm, I'm I'm especially all the sort of external racking system and mm. the amount of effort they've gone to to make it useful. I think the one aspect that I just can't get on with at the moment are the front and rear light clusters. 
I think, yeah. and I was looking at it to see if if I bought one, which I'm not intending to, but if I bought one, those those circular rear lights, they 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 don't look right as circles. They should be oblongs or squares. I think on this mm. car, probably an oblong. Could I just remove them and just put another light cluster in? And would that look even stranger? And I actually don't think it would look stranger. I think it would look okay. So I think it's the light clusters that make it slightly googly-eyed. And Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think... I, because lights are very important on a car because they create a face. And exactly. Whether, whether you believe that or whether you don't, I think that's 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 my theory. And the front end, the, the eyes are a little bit too far apart... Yeah, um, because the the grill I think is shallower than the trad defender like yours. But no, on it the is, whole, yeah. I'm really I'm really looking forward to driving it. And I was I, I I actually got chatting to some some well-heeled farmers next to me who had ordered put orders in for one or two actually. One of them being a pickup, and um, oh, okay. and they were really keen to look at the 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 underneath of it and the the bits that are going to get used hard and um and dirty and they were pleased with the size of the back of the the the, the boot area and the the ruggedness because he, he genuinely said we can put two u's in there and that's what i was that was why i was holding back on on my re- reservation of whether i should buy it. it's like really two u's okay so yeah you know i he he said he he justified it by saying we we've since defenders died we've had lots of pickups usually hiluxes mm. and they they'll do us for a decade but at the end of the decade they're normally very 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 tired and possibly worthless he said yeah. my, my theory here is i buy this car for 45 and it lasts me for 12 years and at the end of the 12 years it's still got some residual value despite me using it the same as i would use it any other way yeah. Whether that's the case, I don't know. I mean, I mean that's the thing. One of the things I thought they certainly talk a good game about how much effort they've put into making it durable and mm-hmm. tough. And if that is true, then fair play, it should be a thing that will last a while. Um, it's definitely that's the thing. I mean, I couldn't when they announced it. I, I think I was I had a bit of a moan about it on a previous podcast. And yeah, you did, Richard. Stupid thing it was, but. It it is more impressive in real life. You sort of go, okay, that looks like some thought has gone into this. Also, that was obviously a hand built prototype that we were allowed to poke around, but it felt extremely well made in the ways that you'd you'd want it to. Yes, the doors all shut nicely, and the, that uh, that split tailgate is quite smart as well. It yes. splits vertically, so there's a small bit and a big bit, and you can just open the small bit to chuck little things in, and uh, even actually up to a certain size of dog would squeeze through there. I a certain a size bit. of dog. <laughs> I couldn't tell you exactly what size, but let's say it's probably the cutoff is around Labrador, and then uh, there's a big bit if you need to have full access to it. And it's you know, bear in mind how wonkily the tailgates on defenders, old defenders, fit. I thought it felt like it was um, much more precisely made, as you'd hope, because they've done it on computers whereas fundamentally the defender was all designed on the back of envelopes so yeah you know, it's it, it should be well made because um it's a 21st century car that's sort of pretending a bit not to be so i don't know um i'll, I'll reserve judgment but i could sort i could see the appeal and the, the bit that really did interest me was those farmers that you were talking to that were there genuinely to to size up a working vehicle for that yeah yeah farm uh which sort of confounds Defies my belief that um, 
farmers have. Will buy just, a car like that. They'll just well, they'll buy like that Ranger we were just talking about. You know, you can get a basic Ranger for twenty two grand. Claim the VAT back, 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 back. Then because um, <laughs> that that Ineos is going to be, I mean, 50. fifty, isn't it? So you could have two Rangers, two Rangers with options. But then maybe the Ranger just becomes becomes a bit tatty and and hopeless after a few years i don't know maybe it doesn't i think anyone buying a pickup truck just remember this if you're going to use it as a working vehicle it will always be claggy and damp underneath so before you've used it like that for goodness sake spend 60 or 70 quid on some cavity wax protection and just and just ladle it on underneath it makes such a big difference i'm getting on my high horse now because i can't believe people don't do it more but it's (laughs) just so easy to do and it will make the car. It will preserve the car so much better, you know. It's you're, you're tooting car mooning it, basically. Um, oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you about, <laughs> which wasn't tooting car mooning, uh, which just makes it yeah. sound like some horrible kind of lads, That's, lads, yeah. lads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some kind of horrific stag do activity. Um, uh, yes, go. Cool. You know. You've got a singer doing the the the, the kind of rally Porsche uh, off roady thing, which I can't remember the name of. You'll remember yes. the name of it, which is uh, fantastic. It wasn't that good, was it? Because I believe that Porsche have sent a sort of <clears throat> letter from their lawyers um, requesting that it doesn't have Porsche written down it so conspicuously. Yes, well, I can imagine that. Two things I'm I'm thinking um, at this point. Because there were two Singer vehicles there, weren't there? Albeit the road cars. Yeah, um, it's called the. I just looked this up. I cheated. It's called the ACS. That's um, Safari style. That's it. That's it. Uh, There's been spy pictures of nine elevens raised nine nine two nine elevens being tested, yes. and Porsche have no, neither confirmed nor denied that you'll be able to get an off roady spec nine eleven, which is exciting. Mm. AK, you know, it's, it's uh, akin to the the, the nine five nine rally car yes which was bloody sexual and uh, uh but i'm and i'm I'm now seeing that gembala are, re- are returning with a dakar ready style supercar um inspired by 80s um porsche dakar vehicles mm. and that's looking pretty good mm. but does this mean we're now going to get the opposite so are we going to get uh let's say kn owners Wanting really, really low, stiff GT race car style SUVs because they don't take them off road, and we know they don't take them off road. So they're thinking, well, hang on, if 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 supercars are going to go off roady with large axle articulation and stuff like that, bollocks, we're going the other way. Same way that Mercedes <laughs> are going to go. Well, we're going to we're going to take the G class and we're going to make it going around corners better than the AMG GTR Pro. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to have a ground clearance yeah, yeah. of one and a half inches. It's going to have suspension travel of three mil, and it's going to absolutely rail. And then we're going to start this weird kind of role reversal, gender reversal thing in the car industry. I'm sort of excited about that because it's just all silly. It is um, all silly. It just feels like actually just it needs to go. Everyone just stop, stop, reset, stay well, in your lane. But what about genres? I quite like those safari cars. Safari well, cars it's sort are of like just restlessness isn't it boredom and hoping to find something new that people will hook onto. well have you noticed how small suvs have become crossovers right yeah and i've just seen a few manufacturers 
they are blending their crossovers into, wait for it, very small drum roll. It's a five-door hatchback car. And they're trying to say yeah. this is a when bringing people around, it's a new thing. We are going back to, guess what, guys? The best car you want to use on a daily basis is probably a five-door hatch that's similar to the five-door hatches that were around in the 90s or early, very early 2000s. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. But I guess if it brings people around, you can call it whatever you want to call it, can't you? You can call it a cross back, hairy back, back sack, sack yeah. and sack cross and crack. <laughs> cross back, sack and crack. <laughs> there's, the new, there's the new genre right there. That's there it. There we go. Cross sack. Oh, that'll Solving be a, problems that'll wherever be a we new go. voxel. Uh, Stellantis will release it imminently. It'll be the what? the cro- the Crossland back sack crack X or the <laughs> sack X. <No>. Sack <laughs> cross sack. <laughs> the the, the Larder Neva cross sack. <laughs> um, oh. I suppose it might. Yeah, it might. Um, but I, oh, I, mean, I, but I, I know what I was going to say. Yeah, Porsche getting a bit cross with Singer. Yeah, Singer doing some incredible things that we do, we do all aspire to because it is very special. Um, it's always an occasion to see a Singer out in the wild. Are Porsche going to retaliate by doing Singer? Reimagined by Porsche, and they're going to take the power back. <laughs> what they take? They're buying up old singers and modernising them so they look like nine nine two. Yes, yeah, they, or, well, yeah, or they're going out to, of spite. They're going to do it out of spite, and you could take it straight. We'll, we'll send it straight back to Stuttgart, where our artisan technicians will will take all of the singer stuff off, and it'll just look like a nine six four again, but it'll well, be better than ever. I think you've made that point before. There are no nine six fours left because they've all been turned into resto mods. So, oh, that they, um, they are yeah. in the next five years. They're going to be the Porsche a equivalent nine six four. Yeah, they're going to be the Porsche Pangolins. I think you're right. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, no. It's absolutely, it's absolutely true. Um, in, I know. Um, well, that'll be. I know, Johnny. I know. I know. I know. Gambala. I go. No, I, no, I, no. I think Ariel. Ariel are the ones should step in at this moment in time. They should ask Porsche if they're allowed to have a glass fibre or a composite mould of a another Porsche. Let's say a nine fourteen would be nice. Can we have them? Mm. Can we can we get the rights to the, to mould a nine fourteen body? Stick a nine fourteen body on a Nomad. Boom, under a hundred grand, you've got yourself an incredible off road and road worthy, enjoyable. Grin maker just looks like a 914 Dakar special thing. There you go. It's a tenth of the price of a singer. Um, possibly cheaper than a Gembala. I can't imagine a Gembala is going to be under a million quid or even. Or <laughs> Well-known value brand Gembala is probably going to charge. Kenbalo? Did you just say Kenbalo? Yeah, Kenbalo Porsche. <laughs> Very long running. The, the Ken Barlow has got a 740 horse, uh, two and a has half it? seconds, 62, 205 mile hour top speed. Or, or Ken wow. Barlow customers can opt for a second stage upgrade that lifts the power to 820 horses. 820? Wow. Yeah. What's happened to Ken Barlow? He's getting a bit giddy in his old age. Well, um, uh, yeah, this thing's quite cocked. It's got some serious suspension. 250 mil 
Ground clearance for off-roading. Intelligent active damper control can increase the ground clearance from 120 mil to 250. Yeah, so it's called the yeah the Gembala No one ever boasts about like their car having stupid damper control. They do they? What unintelligent damper control? Yeah, absolute thicko damper control. It's constantly making it rock hard when you're driving in a straight line <laughs> for no reason at all, and then it just goes all soft on one side <laughs> during cornering. Or it's, on one corner, so the whole thing kneels down. It's just, it's yes, it really is absolutely dumb as fuck. Well, control. <laughs> I'm so sorry, we couldn't do any better than this. Well, it's a bit like you were, I know you had a long-term uh, VXR8 we, we talked about at Goodwood. And the guy that yes. I recently featured his car cave on the Late Break Show with the, the Porsche, the Carrera GT, he was saying the traction control on that car, he said apparently it's there. And there's a light on the oh, dashboard, yeah. but it really, it doesn't really do a lot. So it's a bit of a sort of stoner traction, stoner TC. Uh, the the VXR8 had Aussie spec traction control. Yeah, you would it would start to slide on a wet road or something when you didn't really want it to, and then while you were busy trying to sort it out, suddenly, like a little thing would come on the dash and go, "Oh mate, yeah, you okay oh, there, fair go, mate. Do you want to want me to help you out?" I want Mark. Okay, look, hey, look, we. I'll just. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna wind back the power a little bit. And uh, <laughs> sorry about that. I was just because I was just lying on the couch. You see, I didn't notice that you were having a massive tank slip. <laughs> it was um, the, yeah, really, really laid back traction control. I quite liked it because once you know it's like that, you just go, well, I'm I'm not going to rely on this in any way at all. So no, I'm down. I'm, I'm down with it. We've actually talked about cars quite a lot this week. It's weird. What in this podcast? And washing powder, obviously. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna to have to. Oh, well. I feel maybe I think we do get pangs of guilt, of nervousness and guilt, because we think this is people apparently listen to Smith and Sniff for car content. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, yeah, quite carry this week, but don't worry. I'm sure next week we'll just end up talking about I don't know tomato soup or something for an entire hour. But uh, for now, we should probably um, bring this one into the services so we can have a wee and a sandwich um oh yeah before we go i have three things to tell you there are one johnny has a solo youtube channel called the late break show which has lots of excellent videos on it for your delight uh two i've got various books out one of them is called a medium-sized book of boring car trivia by sniff petrol which is available exclusively on amazon as an ebook or a paperback uh, and three, All I Want to Do by Cheryl Crow is actually uh, lyrically a poem by a man called Wynne Cooper called Fun, which uh, she adapted. Is that true? Music. Yeah, Cheryl Crow didn't write the words to that. She mentioned, she Cooper. name checks what Datsuns and Buicks, doesn't she? Carl Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, in the UK, you, you'd never have you'd never have polished a brand new Datsun for fear of it dissolving. dissolving yeah, but, but maybe in America that's okay in a hot in a hot state. Yeah, I always imagined that that song took place in California, so um, it's it's a dry state. Would you so, rather yeah. have had a shiny Datsun or a shiny Buick, Rich? Just as a final question. Well, it depends on the Datsun, doesn't well, it? What would it be? And when, yeah, but if it was like a Laurel or something, I'd probably take my chances with the Buick. Might be a Skylark or a. Hotel Riviera or something. You don't know. Be more specific, Cheryl Crow slash Win Cooper. I'm going to say uh, I go I go Buick GNX because ooh, and it would yeah. be it would be like black glass. Just a little side note then for songwriters, if you're going to name car makes, could you put the model in uh, specifically the trim level if you're feeling really adventurous? Because it would help us to visualise what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, on that 
valuable piece of advice. There have been several this show, I think, but that's uh, that's an important one too. Uh, thank you ever so much for listening. We will see you for more of this sort of thing on the other side of things next week. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. Did you just say see you on the other side of things? I know, that was absolute dog shit. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> well, that you were trying <laughs> down, to say on went that. down a words cul-de-sac. I'll see you on the other side of things. Yeah, to try and work a catchphrase in when it doesn't need it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.